0: episode two the three northern monkeys podcast this week we'll be discussing tv shows and films that have recently been remade genius or lazy cash grab veganary fad diet lifestyle, or just fucking lunacy? And is Indiana Jones about to make a comeback? As always, I'm joined in discussion by Dan and Lee, so without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome back, episode 2 of the 3 Northern Monkeys podcast. Guys, how are we? How are we feeling today?
1: Tired. Very, very, very tired. Um, I stayed up literally all night. I didn't realise that UFC was on at like 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And it's normally 5 o'clock in the morning. So I watched that, watched NFL simultaneously. And then I fell asleep for an hour. Woke up at one o'clock, ready for the uh, the playoff game, and I stayed up. Went to bed at six. Got up at eight. Uh, so yeah, I'm so tired. Uh, it's committed is what you are, like committed. Playoffs, I can't miss the playoffs. The playoffs are the best time, even though we're not in it. New York Giants. Woo! <laughs> but
0: yeah, we're not in it because we're shit. But well, yeah, yeah, it's what. we loop in and we share that pair with the fact that we're. We're both Red fans, and they've been a little bit off the boil, haven't they, over the last few seasons. So, hey, you know, <laughs> that yeah, is way it is. The and if you wonder what we mean by Reds, we're about the Red side of Manchester. We're all united. Like, I think, you know, you're very committed to, mate, to staying up at such stupid times. I don't know whether I could do it. I think I would uh, definitely fall asleep without copious amounts of coffee or some other source of caffeine. So. <laughs> you know, I'll me you, pal. i think also i'm feeling a little bit tired myself because I've, I've you know been sat on my ass all week not doing a great deal trying to you know get a bit of work done and spent a bit of time on the xbox as you know and uh, we went out for a walk today did about eight mile and uh yeah i was a little bit tired when i got back it was uh, a shock to the system so there we go and how about you dan you know what dan's all good
2: um i'm not going to jump on the tire train uh, because <laughs> I'm young. So, um, yeah, you know, I've been really
0: good. It's been, really good. Um, been out today. Yeah, I'm definitely the old boy here, so I don't know what you're giving least Stick for. I'm the
2: youngest. Sounds like an old man the way he's going on with himself.
0: <laughs> but, um, yeah, just had a few bits on. Uh,
2: went for a bit of a drive, had to get a few things sorted. Uh, topped myself up with a, a big tasty from McDonald's. Uh, so that's the second week in a row now that I've, I've kind of prepared the podcast with some kind of McDonald's. So hopefully, you know, the um, the vibes can carry on, and uh, we got a good show.
0: That's why the little picture of you has a burger on it. <laughs> 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 it could not have been any better. That is for sure. on a, on so, a, on
2: a quick note, though, before we actually get into stuff, have we yeah. actually
0: tried the big tasty? the big tasty? Big tasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had the big tasty. It's uh, I used to enjoy it before I uh, before I stopped eating meat, but yeah, uh,
2: uh, it, it, it reminds it. me of a proper, <laughs> proper pub meal. Do you, ma- do you remember a pub? Because yeah. and it just reminds me of getting a big, greasy burger from a pub. Do you know what falls apart? you ran on, It was honestly, it
0: was magnificent. One of the best ones, there's, there's no well, you know, there's no sort of eloquent way of eating a proper burger, you know, if it's not all over the place, then they haven't put enough on it. Yeah, it's as simple as I that. that. <laughs> uh,
2: yep, exactly, and if my beard is a rock hard at the end of it from the, from the spot. <laughs> you know,
0: but I love it, is it like I mean, I'm probably showing my age a little bit here and it does lead into a little bit one of our topics later on, but uh, you know, a bit like one of Roald Dahl's twits where you have like a bit of food stuck in your beard that you can oh, have it for uh, later. <laughs> <laughs> Even now, I'm not that sad. <laughs> I like <laughs> <the food. laughs> I'll be on the side of the
1: McDonald's for tea as well before you jump on there. Uh, but I just ordered a nice large fries and nine katsu nuggets, katsu chicken nuggets. And they were really nice, actually. Yeah,
0: Thumbs up, very nice. So, in case anyone was wondering, it's the uh, Three Northern Monkeys podcast, sponsored by McDonald's.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Other takeaway establishments are available.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. So, I think also, you know, going back to before we do start any uh, any topics, I did want to do a quick shout out, and I know we'd had a bit of a chat about this before, and so a bit of a shout out from a couple of people from my side who've messaged me who said they listened to the podcast and and said they enjoy it. So, shout out for my. Uh, my nephew first and foremost, Thomas, Mr Big B. Um, thank you very much for listening. We've also got Gary Clegg, Paul Golden, Tom Hopes, Stephen Kershaw, Lawrence Heap, and Sean Skinner and a few other people, but we don't want to be on it all night. So if I haven't mentioned your name, I do apologize. But well, thank you very much for listening and hopefully you'll listen again this week. Guys, Thanks, guys. Tell
1: yeah, um, one of my friends, um he's he messaged me. He was uh, saying, you can't wait to listen to it. Uh, Carl Fletcher, he's on uh, he's on Twitter. He follows us on Twitter. Nice lad we met in Perpignan when I was uh, following St. Ellen's rugby. We went uh, went over to Perpignan and met him and his dad, quality lad. Right. Uh, but yeah, he, he's only got back with feedback. Other people let me know about the show. Uh, but I don't think I'm going to name everyone because, like you said, we've got other stuff to talk about.
0: I think Dan, you wanted to do
2: a quick shout out. I did, yeah. Um, I don't. It's a tough one, this, because I don't really want to brag, and I'm not. I'm not one for this kind of thing, but I want to give a, a big shout out to Tim Cook, um, head of Apple, who uh, took his uh, took an hour of his day to listen to our podcast <laughs> last week. Good guy, I love big it. Big shout out to thanks. Tim Cook. Thanks, and, Tim. Um, yeah, I know. Honestly, we've got we go in places, lads. Um do <laughs> you know what? I honestly don't fucking know anyone. You <laughs> um, <laughs> can't <laughs> my pants down again. Um no, honestly, on a serious note, big shout out to Liam, uh, who I work with at Zen. Great guy. Loved the kid to pieces. And he uh, he took his he took the time to uh, listen to our podcast and uh, give some feedback, so big shout out to him.
0: Yeah, yeah. although he did buy a PS five. Oh fuck him. Yeah, yeah. Keep <laughs> quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and that actually reminds me about the guy, the marketing guy that I was speaking to this week, who said, love the podcast apart from when we started slagging off the PS5, but there we go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, but if you want complete honesty, this is the place to come. If you don't exactly. go somewhere
2: exactly. else.
0: Exactly. <laughs> there is no corporate stoogies doing this video <laughs> or yeah. podcast. We will tell you how it is. There <laughs> we go.
2: By the way, just, just saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, let's get let's get into our first topic. Let's get our teeth into it. And uh, I think you know we've had a bit of a discussion offline, and we've thrown a few ideas around here, and we've tried to condense it and and come up with you know just just two, I think, that really grind our gears when it comes to TV and films that should have been left the fuck alone so who wants to start
1: i'll start because these two really piss me off even though i don't watch them i I watch one of them i watch the uk version and the other one i watch the us version so i'm going to start off first with the in between us and not many people know that they released an american version of it all complete american actors Everything it's just completely Americanized. It's the biggest bag of shit I've ever watched in my life. It really is. I've got two wow. examples here. First, in the UK, when Will throws the frisbee and it hits a girl in a wheelchair, um, and he's like, oh, shit, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I found that hilarious. I've got dark sense. You know, I'm crying at that. <laughs> um, the American the version. People have guessed that already.
0: Have, have a guess what they did in the American version. Mm, I, I do you know what, mate. I, I couldn't. I couldn't guess. Dan, have you got any any thoughts?
2: No. Well, if I was going to take a guess, I'd probably say he's high school teacher or something death like that. It was just a lad
1: walking across the grass. He threw an American football at him, and he was just on crutches. And I was like, "That's." I could go. I could go to. Fox Stanton Park on a Sunday morning and see that happen. No, that's not do you know,
0: funny. Do you know what gets me about it more than anything, right? Lee, is that they're just being fucking lazy, aren't they? You know, yeah. if, you, if you're going to do an American version of it, at least write some new fucking material. Yeah. Not just, oh, well, what we'll do is we'll take this fucking story from um, the UK one, and what we'll do is we'll swap the Frisbee out because maybe people don't know what one of them is, and we'll sort that with an American football and oh well the wheelchair is probably a bit too close to the bone so let's put someone on crutches we might be able to get away with that and then we'll just put the same fucking story in i mean that just really pisses me off
1: you can't the thing is the biggest thing is you can't do in between us us style because we us and the americans have completely different sense of humors what we find funny, they think it's fucking stupid, and vice versa. Just a bit oh, like the second stupid. <laughs> just a bit like the second example in the UK version. They're driving down, and Jay shouts out the window, "Bus wankers!" And then the guy comes over, and, like strangles him, He's like "Sorry, oh sorry, sorry." In the American version, he shouts, "Bus turds!" What the fuck? Bus turds. He, yeah, All bus right. turds. He, he's a fucking bastard for thinking of it the dickhead <laughs> it's, shite. it's absolutely <laughs> shite and the other one that really pisses me off because it's one of my favourite ever TV shows but it only works in America <laughs> coincidentally is uh, Impactful Jokers because we the American version as Dan knows I'm a massive massive fan of them uh, met the guys, I fucking love that show, I can watch it all day every day I watched I thought, oh, they brought a UK version out, let's watch it. And I felt like I was watching dickheads who set up their own YouTube channel trying to copy it. Nothing was there was no realism about it, no nothing. It was like every single thing was set up. Wow, was, so
2: so it kind of wasn't like three dickheads who set up a podcast together.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're not tricking people we're not tricking people into listening us. We're saying if you want to hear some insulting truth, hard hitting words about how the ps5 shit come and listen to us but if you don't it's one of them hey the um uk impactual jokers is like we're just like the us version but funnier no you're not you're a bunch of dickheads who shouldn't be on tv no Simple I, as that.
2: I, I completely agree I, I, I remember when the the youtube channel came out for um not the youtube channel the um the trailer for in between is us coming on on youtube holy shit that was disgusting. <laughs> um <laughs> But, you know, I I don't know about you, Lee, but I actually do think there's actually a few comedy shows in the US that actually do come well over it. But I can't think of one over here that actually... They need Leaving
0: Alone, so that's the key thing, isn't it? You know, take it as it is. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you didn't go, oh, The Simpsons is fucking amazing. Let's do an English version of The Simpsons. No,
1: that's... That's a household staple over in America, and it's a household staple over here. It's been out here just as long. Just leave it alone. (laughs) For me, there's there is a couple of instances where America have redone a British one better. Like in my example is the office i think the us office is a shitload better than the uk office
0: well it's certainly getting the ratings it. that is for sure <laughs> yeah
1: it is so so funny that it's a lot i prefer that over the uk one but that's just one of very very few that the us have done better than the uk when they've copied copied over but that's my two anyway lads
0: good 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 i like them i like them good ones so dan give us what you got baby well, that's sad. Oh,
2: yeah. that, that's sad. Following that passionate, passionate rant there. Oh right, okay. <coughs> the first one. I, well, I've not gone for TV series. I've gone for a couple of films, um, and both are actually I picked both, and they both got really different stories to them. So the first one I'm gonna say is the Mummy with Tom Cruise. What the fuck did fuck was that shit? Like <laughs> <honest laughs> to God. Like uh, Tom Cruise has been in some great films, but fuck me, no. Like the original Mummy in 1999, I think it was in was brilliant. And it had Brendan fucking Fraser in it, you <laughs> know, and um, it was Gross really film, well, man. that
0: film, you know, to be honest, that series of films, you know, did really, really well. Yeah. On and, so. and, and,
2: and, you know, the remake tanked, so there we go.
0: But, um, yeah,
2: yeah I, I I don't have a clue what I was thinking with that idea and, um yeah, really pissed me off that one. i couldn't even I think watch it's it, a so bit it
0: this they think well you know, you've got an actor or somebody like tom cruise massive 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 superstar and they get so full of their own importance and you know their own celebrity that they think they can fucking turn anything to gold
2: exactly i know what it is it's universal yeah. studios who do not have a um like a a universe should we say like marvel um and dc etc so we'll go oh we'll create a monsters universe let's reboot the mummy no how about go fuck yourselves i believe that's exactly so, what we're
0: that. trying to do and to do. i think like, that was the plan yeah but, yeah um, like frankenstein and stuff but, like that but
2: they should have come up with their own ideas like it annoys me this because you don't need to copy marvel to be successful you don't need a universe etc you don't you don't need all this interconnected movies and stuff so
0: yeah, yeah. and
2: the film was really bad
0: Well, the the latest one jumping on that bandwagon, guys, and I can't wait to see it. I'm sure it'll be a massive success. Is the uh, Sylvester Stallone superhero movie? Uh, It's probably going to be (sighs) be the oldest uh, superhero we've ever seen. You know what? I think for that one,
2: I think there's going to be a scene in that film with Big Sly on crutches. And it's American footballs just going to come from fucking nowhere, right? That's his his Let's be
0: honest; he's, got, he's going to be on crutches soon. He, what is he like? 80? He's got to be
2: in his eighties now, surely.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll have a look. I'll have a look, guys. I'm I'll find it. But what's your next one? Right, my next one's completely different
2: because um, this has pissed me off for a different reason, and it's a, it's a film with Carl uh, Urban as the main guy, and it's a film called Dread. Now, this, yeah. I'm not. I'm not shitting on this. This was an absolute amazing film. This was an absolute brilliant film, and it, and it tanked at the box office. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's because Judge Dredd isn't a big character, or it wasn't marketed well, right. Probably
0: well, because Sylvester Stallone already made it a steaming pile of shit the first time around.
2: Do you know as a kid I kind of liked? I am <laughs> As a kid, I kind of like. I kind of like that as a kid growing Sorry, up. It was I kind of one of those that. cheesy action <laughs> films. Uh, well obviously it's it's gone down the shit as I got older. But I'm just thinking, I'm so annoyed they did that now because if that was the TV series on Netflix, that would absolutely smash it. Well, uh,
0: I, I I can't quite remember the timeline, guys. I could be wrong here, but I think obviously Sylvester Stallone came out at the back of Demolition Man, which was a surprise success. It was like really you know massive at the box office and this under and then I think not long after that was drudge dread and that was just horrible you know it's just not a good film at all so and it, think- it's it's kind of ironic because it's
2: kind of roles reversed this time because the second one was really good and the second <laughs> one the time, but honestly it's a brilliant film like if you've not watched it just honestly go and spend it two hours every day just go watch it it's a brilliant film especially during lockdown i'm sure you'll be able to rent it somewhere cheap so I say, brilliant film, and um, I'm just, I'm just, an, I'm just gutted really because if that was a TV series, I'd be straight on that, like the uh, Mandalorian. Obviously, it wouldn't be the Mandalorian; it, nothing could be that good. But well, uh, I think
0: what, it would be what I've been hearing actually, Dan, it's a good point that you mentioned that. From what I've been hearing with quite a few films, is worthy. If they start thinking, well, oh, you know, it's not probably going to do too well at the box office, they are now touting these films. To the streaming services like Netflix and everything, you just put it straight to Netflix, so it's not quite as bad as straight to DVD, but no, but it's, it's got a second chance, hasn't it? It's
2: got like a second life, if you will, and its it, it Netflix and something like it, it's a perfect platform for him, I think. Uh, I
0: agree. Yeah, yeah. And, I um,
1: agree.
0: And well, to, to be honest with yeah, you, question I, earlier, sorry. So, this Stallone is seventy-four years old, and his it? new superhero film for everyone to get really excited about is called. The
1: Samaritan. I'm gonna fucking need Samaritans after watching it. <laughs> yeah, so,
2: exactly. so basically, he's exactly. so, so just playing Rambo with Rambo was brought up in a, in a third class. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. exactly, So that's a good good point. There. But I will I will throw into the hat uh, or into the furnace. I think to be burnt and forgot about um, is the two that I chose. So I chose. Um, a TV programme and a film. And the two sort of ones that I remember from my childhood, and I am a little bit older than you guys, a young 40. So first one for me is Magnum P.I. Now, I've watched a couple of episodes, I'll be honest with you. I've watched, I think I watched actually the entire first season of it, or series or whatever they, they want to call it these days. And, you know, I, I gave it the best sort of, effort but I just find it very very hard when you're replacing something you know or someone should I say that's so iconic as Tom Selleck you know to replace him with uh, the new guy which is this Jay Hernandez He, he does a good job but just not quite where it is and again they're not really changing the format too much they're not trying to look at well all right you know it was a really good TV series let's try and maybe continue it from there. It's almost like they just want to go completely back to the original storyline and resell you the same shit. And then not only that, there's a guy in there called Higgins. They've replaced him. Uh, it was a guy called John Hillerman, and they replaced him with uh, Pedita Weeks, uh, which is a lady. So that's a bit different. Uh, even though it's a very attractive lady, I just find that very, very strange because that chemistry between the two characters within the programme sort of changed somewhat now that they've messed it up. And, and for me, you know, it's one of those that was really, really very much of the moment and should have been well and truly left alone. So I don't know. Have you guys watched any of it? Have you seen any of it?
1: I've only watched the new one. I've not watched the old one. And I, I, I enjoyed it. I, that's only because I've got nothing else to compare it to. Um so that's probably where my downfall is. I might give it another go. Um, this
0: is where my age comes in.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> just a bit.
0: For <laughs> me, you know, I don't know about you, Dan.
2: No, I've never watched either. To be honest with you, um, well, to be honest with you, don't, it's, it's not really my cup of tea. So, but you, you know, never know. I might watch it one day. But like, like you said, I'll, I'll be with Lee. I won't. I wouldn't know what to compare it to. So. That would be the original to me. So
0: honestly, it's very much of of the era. Do you know what I mean it's something that's very much of the era, very much like very eighties, you know, in the way that it's all presented and the, you know the cars and all the rest of it. And then you know, they should have just left it alone. So mindful of time, guys, because obviously we, we are we are obviously trying to stick to this uh, golden sixty minutes this week. We did uh, we did go a little bit over last week, but we can always use these nuggets of gold for. The outtakes. So the film for me, uh, which has recently been launched, uh, and it is probably focused a little bit more towards the younger end of the market, but I do love it, uh, and that is The Witches. Uh, the roll out The Witches, has been remade. I saw the trailer for it. I did comment on Twitter, I think, at the time, saying another uh, steaming pile of horse shit that nobody asked for, released by Hollywood. And... You know, it seems to be that it was almost like I had a crystal ball at the time because I think it's averaged 5.3 on IMDb, 49% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 47% on Metacritic. Um, And when you start, again, you know, messing around with, you know, iconic characters who do a certain role and could never be changed. You know, there was a a lady called Angelica Huston who played the, uh, the Grand High Witch in it. And they've uh, recast that with Anne Hathaway. And, you know, whilst Anne Hathaway is good at whatever she does, should have never been touched.
2: Is this the film where they turn the uh, kid into a mouse? Correct. I think Amy was looking into that, but I don't think we watched it. I want to say Amy. I mean, like, I'm going to be dragged to watch it as well. So when I do, I'll I'll give you my my opinion on that. I think
0: watch the original one and then watch the new one or the other way around. Well, to be honest
2: with you, a- Amy does rave about the original, so
0: the original's fantastic. And yeah, actually, it's a bit of on my bucket list is the hotel that's in the original. I i intend to before I check out. I want to go and stay at that hotel. Don't Best know why. Hurry up, man. Man. <laughs> yeah, I better get <laughs> on a you really cheeky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is that hurry up in life or hurry up with what you're talking about, Stuart? There's a is rough against it? <laughs> uh,
1: I'm saying hurry up looking at your age, so you ain't not got long to go and stay in that hotel. Especially <laughs> <Just> if <laughs> COVID has anything to do with it and stops travel like it has. Very, very true,
0: mate. So I'd like to say, I think, you know, things like that, leave it alone. Again, there was a the, ch- the kid in it has been completely, almost erased from the film, been completely recast. Um, you know, he's a completely different approach to the film. American, what a surprise. Uh, completely different race. And uh, even the fact that it doesn't even have a name now, apparently, is called Hero Boy. I just, you know, cannot get my head around it. I mean, I just think, what the fuck are they doing to these iconic films that sometimes just leave things alone? And I think if we want to try and sum it up, guys, I think personally... It's lazy fucking cash grabbing. What do you think yourselves?
2: I agree, and I think I speak for everyone when I say, please do not make a sequel to Terminator 2. Oh, shit. Lee,
1: what about you? I've never watched Terminator, pal. I've never watched any of them. <laughs> but
0: well, you're missing out. It's... You mean a <laughs> just... remake or, or a sequel? <laughs> well, I was <laughs> saying a
2: <laughs> sequel, but then I realised, shit. There is a
0: sequel. Yes, yeah, <laughs> <yeah>, it's <disturbing laughs> No, yeah, there's no. been a few since then,
2: mate. <laughs> I just think it's lack of
1: creativity from people now and people just rather hitting stumbling blocks and thought, you know what, fuck it, we'll take this idea and change it. Or they just like I said, lazy and just thought, fuck it, we'll do it. But either way, stop fucking doing it.
0: Guys and, yeah, guys, I've got we go. I've got something something coming in. I think we've we, yep. Yeah, <laughs> A worker of the Nestle factory in Halifax has recently been awarded over £685,000 in compensation, plus costs, after getting his arm trapped in an After 8 machine. When asked how he felt about the verdict he said... Mint. Well, wasn't that an interesting uh, bit of news there that we didn't expect to receive? Bloody <laughs> hell.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fucking though. hell. I thought that was happening between his US line, that then. Fuck you hell. <laughs> <no. laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, Wonderful. Gosh. What a great opportunity for us to now spin onto our other topic. So guys, veganary and veganism. I don't really know whether you've seen it all online. Everyone's talking about it on social media. We've all come out of that hibernation period now. You know, gone are the years of where we could just, you know, feel sorry for ourselves and put down a New Year's resolution and everyone decides to go and join the gym and then after five days, not bother fucking going again, but we'll pay a 12-month subscription anyway. And we're now trying to jump on Veganuary. So I think I just want to set a little bit of a scene as to, you know, what is it? What is Veganuary-Veganism? You know, is it, as we said in the intro and and stuff, is it a diet? Is it a lifestyle? Is it just fucking crazy people? You know, so I'll just set a bit of a scene. Veganism was founded by a chap in 1944 who coined the word of veganism and then founded what is now known as the Vegan Society, which has, believe it or not, in the UK now, 600,000 members. 600,000 people who are following this lifestyle and, you know, believing in this, uh, this approach to life since then. And it's you know, it's not vegetarian. It's a whole new level from there. So, I suppose to set a bit of a scene again, a little bit around that, I've got a bit of a pop quiz for you. Ooh. We all like a pop quiz. Uh, let's go. Let's do it. I'm ready. Let's go. So, I've got four foods here, and I want to. I want you to tell me out of these four foods, how many of them. Or which of them can be eaten by a vegan? So we've got honey, eggs, milk and fish. Start mutely You You said honey, eggs, milk
1: milk and fish. See, I know they don't eat like they don't have eggs do today, so I know they don't like have that. Um, I, I, I don't think they had any of them because something to do weird with animals or something. So you're going for zero? None of them,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, fuck
2: yeah. it, zero.
0: What are your thoughts? I'm gonna go for all four. All four of them? Yes, because it's a trick question. Well, believe it or not, it was a trick question, but it was Lee who got it right. they
1: So believe it or not. Yes, what do I win?
0: <laughs> just win the pride in getting it right and beating down. <sighs>
1: Oh, I just loved that since being nine years old, people beating you, (laughs) fucker.
0: So, yes, believe it or not, anything on that list cannot be eaten by a vegan. I've got another one for you. Here's another four. So, out of this list, how many of these items or materials can a vegan have or use? So we've got wool, silk, leather, and cotton. Seems as you won late. We're gonna mm-hmm. start with Dan this time. What do you think? None of them. <laughs>
2: no, seriously, um I'm gonna go with
0: cotton. Okay. Anything else? No. Lee?
1: Um, what they can use.
0: Correct. Uh, of um, cotton, leather, silk and wool.
1: Right, so I'm going to go with cotton... Fuck it, I'm going opposite. I'm going all of them. Fuck it. Going all of them? Yeah, fuck it.
0: Wow. Well, guys, I'm glad to tell you that this time, damn one. And got it 100% <laughs> correct.
2: Should have get your mouth shut, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Back in not- the game, baby. <laughs> believe it or not. It's only cotton, which is derived from a plant, uh, of all those items that vegans would be happy to use, because it is not as the you know the detriment of an animal. Obviously, we don't see many cows walking around without the skin, so leather's definitely one that they would not be happy to use. Um, silk, there are apparently some vegan alternatives to silk, but traditional silk is made by boiling silkworms alive, so not too keen on using that one and they feel as though the process of shearing the sheep and uh, getting the wool off them is very distressing for the animal and therefore they're not too keen on using that either. So Everything must be made out of cotton and wood. I always think, you know, how are we going to get on in this world if we find out that carrots and potatoes have got feelings? What will they eat then?
1: Uh, Fucking.
0: And then the other key thing out of all of this, guys, is that, you know, they need to have B12 supplements because of the fact that they're not eating any sort of dairy or meat so as a result of that, they need to take the B twelve, and if they don't take it, it can cause permanent cardiovascular and neurological damage to the individuals. So let's go back to the beginning: diet, lifestyle, or fucking madness.
1: Like madness. Fucking loony bins, fucking lot of them? Uh, what, the, what, what possesses you? I just think, oh, you know what? You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat fucking nothing for the rest of my life. That I'm gonna enjoy. I'm gonna be a miserable twat. Pretend I'm saving the planet when really I'm fucking not. Because I'm doing all this, but still jumping in a fucking petrol car and burning all the fucking whatever it is, or doing all the emissions. You're a fucking bunch of weirdos fuck off
0: i agree with you on that part i mean it's, it's a difficult one for them because i've had conversations with people who've been vegans in the past i even tried it myself and i'll be honest with you i felt as though i couldn't eat a fucking thing you know it was literally the most boring way of life for me at the time and and it, and it was more of a vegan diet i wasn't being vegan in the sense of you know a lifestyle uh, it was mainly just the diet, which is the veganary bit as well, so that leads into that. You know, this veganary bollocks. Well, veganism's not just about the fact that I don't eat this and I don't eat that. It's actually a lifestyle. So you can't just fucking pick it up for for five days or a, a month of the year and go, oh, I'm a fucking vegan because I didn't eat any fucking sheep or anything for a week. Aren't I fucking brilliant? Yeah. No, not really. No. no. Um, it's just...
1: There's a lad that um, trains at our gym, and he's a professional MMA fighter. Um, so, and he's one of only, think, very, very few professional combat athletes who is actually a vegan. And I'm like, how do you get what you need to get in your body to be able to go through the punishing training and rounds we do at the gym? What, what is it? And he just... It's just just mental. It really is. I remember the WWE wrestler, Daniel Bryan. He, I watched a program with him. He's a vegan. And he just rattled off so many supplements he has to take just to fucking make up for the small amount of protein he would have got from having a fucking chicken fillet or something.
0: You do have to eat an awful lot. I mean, you know, like pulses and things like that. You know, pea protein and, you know... Honestly, I mean, it's bad enough, you know, when you're trying to build muscle mass recovery from exercise and everything, the amount of volume of food you've got to eat as it is, as you know. So you're only having to do even more of that. And don't get me wrong, you can do it. And there are there are some health benefits to, you know, getting rid of some of the things in, in your diet. Um, but, you know, this where it's completely everything, I, I just I don't see how they can stick to it that's the no. thing with me you know there's a lot of glues out there that are made from animal stuff the sweets that have got animal based products in them you know there's leather out there there's your car there's this you know how do you possibly stick to a completely vegan based lifestyle i just i just don't know how they can you know realistically do it lunacy I mean, what do you think lee uh, sorry dan no, I, I
2: think they're quite dedicated. To be honest with you, I think um, I think that's a vegan turning around to myself and just saying, "How can you watch Man United every week? How can how can you religiously <laughs> sit there and follow him?
0: Or they're how could you religiously the go next?" No. <laughs>
2: no, 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 I'm not slagging them off. I, I think it's a good thing. Like they have obviously got a certain lifestyle, the the kind of food they want, they make them feel better. They obviously feel like they're contributing to
0: or something. Fair play. Not, I, I think it's great. So you're all for it, but you wouldn't do it yourself. No, I'll be honest with you. I,
2: I like, well, it's well documented, the food I like, but no, no, I am. Um, no fair play to, to be it was honest a with big,
0: you. Sometimes, big taste that Dan had before he came on this podcast. You no, know, sometimes I actually wish
2: I could actually give it a go, you know, just to, to see what the actual benefits are.
0: To a degree, you know, I, I, I'm sort of in between, you know, you and Lee really. You know, I'm sort of – I tried it because, you know, I, you know, obviously people who listen to the podcast, I, I stopped drinking and I stopped eating meat for, for certain reasons. And I thought, well, you know, I'm not eating meat and everything, so I might as well go all in. I'll go all in. Let's do the vegan. And I did do it for a while, you know, and I, and I, and I, and I have felt better. Don't get me wrong, since I cut a lot of stuff out of my diet, I've felt great. Um, but the vegan bit was just that. Just that mile too far. You know what I mean? It was you know almost big- like hitting a wall in a marathon.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know what my biggest problem with it all is like if you're gonna be vegan, good good for you. Do do your shit. But just don't ram it and tell every fucker every two minutes about. it. And I it. think
0: that with everything to
1: do, Yeah, but that, that
2: applies that applies to everything. You can say that no. about some guy Twitter rambling on about something in, in life. You're just gonna get yeah. these people, you just have to ignore it.
1: Yeah, but on Twitter, you can block them or you can mute them and stuff like that. Vegan is everywhere. It's like they have to make a big jump and shout about, oh, I'm vegan, so fucking what? I eat a cheeseburger, I'm what? I don't care. Just if you're vegan, you're vegan, good for you. Do your part for whatever. But just don't ram it down everyone's fucking throat. Some good
0: things have come out of it, guys, because without it all, we wouldn't have the... Greg's vegan sausage roll, which is very nice. So, you know, there's some positives. <laughs> there's some positives <laughs> out of it all. But I think the key thing is, guys, as always, you know, a bit mixed, both got different opinions on it. So, you know, I think there's a bit of madness there. I think I can understand what they're doing. Um, but I think we're at a point now where you know time's passing. Let's move on to our third and final subject, which is Indiana Jones. Is he going to make a comeback? When things seem too good to be true, they usually are. But not this time. We are sponsored by Printree. Printree, I hear you ask. Yes, that's right. Printree. Printree is a family-owned business based in Manchester selling managed printer hardware and supplies. They disrupt the market with their fresh approach to corporate and social responsibility. So no more streaky, colourless printing. Hit up Print Tree today. And what's this? 20% off your first order when you quote three monkeys? Yes, that's right. Print Tree are offering you 20% off your first order if you quote three monkeys. So don't delay. Contact Print Tree today on 01 706 489. 359 or 3monkeys at printtree.co.uk. That's 01706 489 359 or 3monkeys at printtree.co.uk. Now, first and foremost, being the oldest person yet again on this podcast, I probably i don't know how many Indiana Jones films you guys have watched. Have you watched them all? Have you not watched them all?
1: Zero. Zero? Zero. Wow. Same, same as Star Wars, never seen that, never seen Lord of the Rings, uh, never seen Indiana Jones, never seen James Bond, never seen Harry Potter. Just not. It just never interested me one bit.
0: And how about you, Dan? I've seen all, um, all four. Good man. Good man. And I I think think for you, Lee, uh, and it is showing that you're muted on here for some bizarre reason. All
1: right. No.
0: You're now backing. (laughs) (laughs) Three, two, one. Back (laughs) in the (laughs) room. So I think, you know, the other key thing is that what I'm finding is you might not watch the Indiana Jones. You might not know an awful lot about it. But do you know who Nathan Drake is on the place? I do. And there we
1: go. I don't know Nathan Drake is. I know that's just like, in its it Sony's version of Indiana Jones?
0: Indeed, I think it is, yes. <laughs> so I suppose that leads into, you know, the reason why we're talking about Indiana Jones is uh, it's recently been announced that Lucasfilm Games, which is not to be confused with the old LucasArts uh, games, <coughs> which is apparently newly founded part of Disney, has now started licensing out uh, some of the films, and has now got engaged with Machine Games. Now, in case you don't know who Machine Games is, Machine Games part of the Bethesda group and everything that um, Xbox recently purchased, and they are the makers of the Wolfenstein games. So that just gives you a little bit of an idea who they are, and the bellender there is Todd Howard uh, from Fallout and Skyrim fame, who always over-promises and under-delivers, is going to be the executive producer on this game moving forward. So, I don't know whether you guys, did any of you see the sort of teaser trailer that was online? Have any of you watched
1: it? Yeah, sorry, on Twitter. Sorry, uh, retweeted to hell on Twitter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And how about you, Dan? Have you watched it?
2: Yeah, it must have been All Those Vegans. Um, Yes, it (laughs) has. (laughs)
0: Uh, this this is not a vegan video we do not endorse it (laughs) look at that leather book there's a leather book on there (laughs) so i had a bit of a look through that guys and you know there was a couple of sort of easter eggs really i suppose in, in in the video and i was having a look and you know there's a couple of things about sort of trying to set the scene and I think also, you know, for people who may not know who Nathan Drake is or Indiana Jones is or anything like that, it's all about archaeology, finding these ancient mysteries, tombs and booby traps and all that good stuff. And there's always a, a bit of a, a sort of, I don't know, a protagonist who's against Indiana Jones, who's always fighting against, and also the backdrop of World War II, World War One. And uh, sorry, World War One actually, not World War Two. Completely ignored that. That was completely the wrong time. <laughs> I thought and it was two. The good old. I thought it was Nazis. two because it was two then. Is
2: it? It must be just before the war started.
0: Is it? Maybe you're right.
2: Yeah, so, Marrick. Do, Mar- do, do not shoot no. me
0: for getting around it. In fact, guys, let's just, let's just have a quick look.
1: World War II is 1939, to so 45.
0: So, a little bit before World War Two. so I've saved myself there, thank God for that.
1: Oh, no, Dan saved you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Point for Dan. Well done, Dan. <laughs> so, sort of set the scene, the backdrop to that, which sort of falls in a little bit, I suppose, to the Wolfenstein thing, which you spend most of your time killing Nazis. Um, so I think a good studio for it. There's a couple of Easter eggs in the video around... Sort of trying to set the scenes. They're talking about ancient Rome. um, Sort of going to the Vatican City. Um, They're also looking at. Sort of Mesopotamia. Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Talking about in the trailer as well. uh, Pyramids of Giza. Um, And also you know. Just sort of maybe. Maybe is it going to drop in. Maybe is it going to tie into Indiana Jones 5. Which I believe. Is penciled for July 2022. Um, And will be starring the living fossil that is Harrison Ford. Um, But hopefully, you know, for that movie, my greatest wish is that he puts a much better performance in than he did in The Force Awakens because that was the biggest pile of shit I've ever seen. So, at the back of that, guys, what are your thoughts around an Indiana Jones game? First person, third person, is it Xbox's answer to Nathan Drake? What are your thoughts? Well, firstly, uh,
2: I do not think it's going to tie into any film. Um, I don't think it's going to be part of the the previous films. I think it's just going to be its own standalone thing. Um, In terms of Uncharted, yeah, look, I'll be honest with you, this is possibly the closest Xbox is actually going to become, well, get to Nathan, a version of that for the Xbox, so I'm really excited for that. Um, Obviously, Game Pass, hopefully, day one, fingers crossed. Should be, I don't see why not. Um, But yeah, I'm super excited for it. Um, It's not going to be as good as uh, Uncharted 2, I guarantee that. Um, But you know, it's better than nothing. Uh, But like I said, there's no way it's going to be tied to any of the films, and I cannot see it being any other than a third person
0: action. So you think it's going to be what? Sorry, third?
2: Yes, it can't be first. How can you have an Indiana Jones game first? What, are you are going to do? Whip someone? It's going to look like a bondage uh, session.
0: I, 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 think,
2: <laughs> I think I would
0: agree with you on that one. But I think it would be very, very difficult to have a first-person um, Indiana Jones game. I just think it wouldn't work at all. And I think you know, my personal opinion about it tying into the movie is that that would be the worst thing it could possibly do. Uh, because as we all know that whenever you've tried to take a movie or do a tie-in, the video game's been absolute fucking shit.
2: Uh, and it'll be quite interesting, interesting to see actually how the Tom Holland Uncharted film turns out like, because I guarantee that'll be shite. Um, <laughs> video, video games just do not go with films. So give Pretty me a standalone... Birdies. Dog shit. <laughs> give me a standalone Indiana Jones film. It's not tied to anything, so they can just go and do something original. They've got nothing to... They, they're not bound to anything. Just, just let them go and do it. And, um, Tom, if you fuck it up, mate, then go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: go fuck yourself. <laughs> is, that, is that your slogan, that?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, that is. That's brilliant.
0: What do you think, Lee? What's your thoughts on it?
1: Um, With me not seeing the films and just see... Well, I'm, when I say I'm not, I've not watched the actual film, but I know the premise of it. I've, I've seen clips of it and stuff like that. Um, so I know kind of what the game's going to be like. Well, what the game's going to be around. And like so it's going to be Xbox's version of Uncharted. But I just... I, I can't get excited about it, to be fair. I really can't. I'm look, I looked at the kind of games that they brought out... Um, I can't pronounce it. Is it Bethesda? Whatever they call it, Softworks.
0: Bethesda.
1: Yeah, that's it. Uh, I've never liked any of their previous games that they've oh. done. No, I just couldn't.
0: Never I, liked Fallout. Never liked Skyrim.
1: No, I, I couldn't get into them. I'm not I'm not a big fan. Not a big fan of them. Looking at them, They're like Doom, Rage, uh, all that. No, I just I just Doom didn't and that.
0: Rage are completely different. Um, studio
1: I thought I thought they did it they're
0: part of the same group but it's a different studio ah, than right. Fallout so I sort of get what you're saying but it's a different studio just, to the Skyrim and stuff I just
1: like like for example Skyrim I couldn't in- I just couldn't get into it so, so I, I did play quite a bit on it I just couldn't get into it um, and I feel I will if it's on Game Pass I will be trying it I will I just want to be
0: My thing about it, and without going a little bit off-piste with it, is just whether it's going to... I mean, it depends when it gets launched. But, you know, without... Sorry, and by the way, we haven't mentioned the wonderful triangle tits that is Tomb Raider. Um, So Tomb Raider was uh, a fantastic game, and she needs also to be accredited with, I would say, being the best sort of platform gamer uh, on anything before Nathan Drake even showed his face. So let's just, you know, give that big award to Triangle Tits for at least <laughs> putting a decent game onto um, any platform for that sort of subject. Uh, the recent ones, I've not been too keen on I don't know whether you guys have played them. No. No,
1: I've not played one since yet. Yeah. Uh... PlayStation. Back when I was uneducated and a and a, and a monkey um, to have a PlayStation. So, yeah. Dan, have you played
2: the new Tomb Raiders? I did. I did, I did try. I've tried the uh, the first and the second of the reboots. Um, just through just through Xbox. Um, I think one was Games for Gold, and the other one was on Game Pass. Yeah. Um, I've I've not gone out of my way and bought these, but you know I did try it. I did obviously. It is kind of like Uncharted, but the, the, they've tweaked a few of the gameplay to make it different. But yeah. I don't know, man. I, like it's d- d- like it goes back to our earlier convo about remakes. Like nothing will beat the originals on PlayStation. Like, my, like how many times did you kill the butler? Like just getting him trapped in that fridge. Um, <laughs> you know, it, you just. It's just not going to live up to it. So to answer your question, I did play it, but um, I couldn't see it through, unfortunately, and that was that was the case. We wasn't blown away by it. Well,
0: it's it's kind of like
2: it's kind of like been there, done that.
0: Yeah, I mean that's sort of where I was going with it uh, before. Obviously, I went off to good old uh, Pyramid Tits was um, the perfect Dart reboot, and I'm just sort of thinking, you know, depending on when it's going to be launched is it going to, I don't know, is it going to dilute that somewhat, I mean you know, the original Perfect Dark was a great game, you know um, Perfect Dark on the 360 I think we'd all like to forget about that Um, and now we've got this so-called quadruple A studio uh, the initiative which is making this Perfect Dark reboot and I just hope that they don't come up with something new and to to be honest
2: with you that's why I'm kind of looking forward to Indiana actually a little bit because I imagine that Perfect Dart is going to be a first-person shooter. I, I, yeah, I can't really I, think I, I'd of, agree
0: with you on that. I think it will be. And I, I can't really think
2: of too many third, third-person action Xbox games apart from Gears. What about Crackdown? to be be honest with you i actually presented that game i I
0: enjoyed that game actually for what it was i think it got a bit of a bad rap i think people you know i think the problem was it got this massive hype about you know power of the cloud and you know destructive environments and this that and the other and it unfortunately due to you know the I think death by media that happened to the original Xbox at launch uh, just completely killed that game because that's what it was originally built for, you know, being constantly connected to the internet and all the rest of it, which everybody... yeah, again, you know, I'm going to say this, yet again, Microsoft were ahead of their times and, you know, Microsoft go out there and try and do something different. Certain elements of it were questionable, um, but everyone just basically killed them in the media slagged it off life right and center sony were made to look like they were the you know saviors by not being innovative innovative and not using the power of the cloud and all the rest of it and i think that screwed a lot of the games up i mean you know if we if we if we just take that as an example and now look at the most you know glory not glorified but the most awarded and, and highly talked about and praised game out there is the new flight simulator and the new flight simulator would not be the game that it is without the power of the cloud
2: no yeah, I, I everyone absolutely agree. loves it i completely agree you back in when when did the xbox one launch was it 2011 maybe 13 well wow. um no went to the launch
0: in manchester so i
2: remember that very. Well. <laughs> the, there was ahead of the time um and i remember that that first presentation And to be honest with you, I was a bit annoyed because they actually focused a lot on TV and I kind of wanted a games machine and I think a lot of people thought like that but I think the nail in the coffin was E3 and then obviously Sony had the conference afterwards. Absolutely ripped Xbox to shreds. It was their own fault. Mm. You know, I know you say Xbox get a lot of stick but I think think they got a, a fair amount which was actually quite deserved at the time. Um Obviously, big Phil's come on in now and sorting the shit out. Like, but at the time, there was ahead of the the, um, the curve, as you say. And um now, now you're seeing these stuff, and you're quite right. With right now, and um flight simulate that's heavily cloud based, isn't it? So, I
0: agree. But it
2: streams, it streams the assets, doesn't it? I'm not, I'm not read too much into it, but I believe it. it yeah, it. I, I
0: can't, I can't remember quite the size of it, but I think it's in the petabyte range. Yeah, size of the actual game. Um, but it's constantly streaming it in um so i'm just mindful of time damn so um you know, obviously i think i would take that as a little bit of your final thoughts really on on what discussed and, and Lee, what what are your final thoughts on indiana jones what's it going to be like you know you know from a game point of view rather than the subject matter um, final thoughts on it
1: uh... Like I uh, said, it's just gonna be Xbox's version of Uncharted but I think I'll probably jump on it, I'll I'll give it a good a good testing and see if I can get into it. If I can't, it'll just be uninstalled like ninety percent of the other games I download and try out. So <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that, you know, and exciting. that
0: and that sort of you know leads into Lee, isn't it The Game Pass element, isn't it? Yeah. That you know, Game Pass is a great platform for us to be able to do that yeah
1: yeah it's uh without game pass i not have tried so many of these quality games out so yeah um we'll see i'm more looking forward to likes of gotham knights and that coming out than indiana jones to be fair
0: yeah i think i think it'd be interesting to see what those games are like especially out of the back end of the you know the other you know batman games that have been out the but maybe a subject for another podcast that we can talk about. And I think, you know, in summary for me, I think, you know, my, my thoughts are, is uh, please don't fuck it up. Um, please don't make it a, a bug ridden fucking mess. That is the usual outcome of anything that Todd Howard puts his grubby little fucking hands on. Um, and, you know, fingers crossed, it's out on uh, Game Pass and don't allow PlayStation to have it uh, because they wouldn't let you have it. So why share it with them? And if you're not happy with that, go fuck yourself.
2: I like it. And on on another note, note, my dad would batter the PlayStation's dad any day of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man and we'll have Indiana, even though that kind of... If anyone heard that argument, I think a lot of people would just piss themselves because I love Indiana Jones, but he can't compete with Spider-Man. And it's a damn shame to only play eyeball with stuff like that.
1: I I, I just want to confirm what Dan said that Kenny would fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs>